This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. You may be seated. Come on, one more time, give it up for this amazing worship team. Man, we got the best worship team in the world. Come on, somebody. Come on, man. Bringing us into the presence of God. I'm, anybody thankful for that? Hallelujah. All right. Um, if you guys want to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 15. Um, turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 15. I'll open us up in prayer. Um, just working on our systems here. All right. And so... Um, you guys are free to come by the new building if you'd like. Uh, after service, we're just going to be unloading everything in there. You guys are free to come by, say hello, or throw in a hand. We're not going to be doing much um, work, per se. We're just going to kind of unload it because we're going to be painting this week. So when we have church, it'll be painted, and we're working on it. Please keep these things in prayer. Uh, pray first. Look at your neighbor say, pray first. And so we got our paint coming in. We got... Um, we're working out some of the flooring, an AC unit, and so we'll be having that stuff in place soon, and um, so we can continue to reach our city, amen? Um, and so we're so thankful for, everything has happened so fast as well, um, here literally like super fast, like calling leaders, like, hey guys, uh, we're leaving in about two weeks, okay? <laughs> and it just happened so fast, and so please follow us on social media. For, for the information, or if you have friends that want to come, just, you know, give them the address or send them to our, our, our social media um, because it happened so fast, we're still trying to get some invite cards and stuff um, put together with our new address. But when you got to move, you, when God says move, you just move, amen? So we're so excited, so thankful for the team and just jumping in, praying. I mean, we're here because of the prayers and because of the service of the people of God in this community and so we are so thankful for one another and um, it's that's why we're able to do what we do amen God gets the glory but we're going to give honor to the community amen so just look at somebody next to you say thank you just tell them thank you all right Romans chapter 15 verse 1 we're concluding our message there is hope so let me just open up in prayer here um, and then we'll jump right into this just got a few points here for you and uh, and we'll be on our way uh, so, Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word here this morning. We pray for revelation, the spirit of revelation, and uh, wisdom, and the knowledge of you, God. I pray you give people revelation this morning, that it's not just something good to hear, but it is something that transforms our nature, that it changes our behavior, it transforms who we are. We know, God, that that is what your word does, is it transforms us from the inside out. And so we just open up our hearts to your word, God. We pray if there's any stones in the soil of our heart, pray you move those things out, God. We, if there's any thorns or thistles, or God, go ahead and just pour some water on that. God, break up the heart, the, the, the fallow ground of our heart, so when the seed comes, it will, it will produce fruit that remains. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. And so Romans chapter 15, verse 1, we'll start here. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse 4. And, and right, right here, we're going to be talking about today about how um, hope is relational. And that um, people of hope, um, through a relational context, relationship, it ought to give hope to others. This community, when people walk into this place, come to midweek, hang out with us, serve with us, 
load a U-Haul truck with us. Come on, somebody. I said, come on, somebody. Jump up in here. Attend here. Serve here. That we ought to experience hope from one another. That, that, that there ought to be some hope transferred as a result of just relationship. Hanging out at the coffee shop, drinking some um, coffee, whatever it might be. That hope ought to be within the community that it, you get hope here. When you come and you're a part of this place, you're going to receive hope. When somebody comes over your house and as long as you bring um, mac and cheese or something some sort of offering come on somebody anybody like mac and cheese or you know you come over if somebody comes over your house that they experience hope in that place amen when somebody steps into your world that they experience hope when, when, when you're out and about doing your thing when they come across you you're you're not flipping and tripping and, and mad and angry at, at, at the world and everything all the time okay it's okay to have your moment but when you come in contact with somebody at the gas station at the grocery store that man there's some hope that they could see Amen. There ought to be some hope that just kind of flows out of us that when somebody pinches you, like hope oozes out. When somebody stabs you, hope, just, just pinch that person next to you. Just pinch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, just slap them. Slap them and just see if hope comes out of them. <laughs> Anybody you, right now might not be the best time, right? Not today, okay? But, but, but we ought to be a people of hope, amen? And so it ought to just kind of flow out of us to some degree to one another. So we're going to talk about hope in regards to our relationships with one another. Here we go. Romans chapter 1 verse, sorry, Romans chapter 15 verse 1 to 4. We then, are you there? If you're there, say, I got it. Uh, we then who are strong, look at your neighbor, say, I'm strong. Look at your neighbor, say, I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Look at somebody else and say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. All right, look at your neighbor, say, I'm strong. All right. I'm strong. Look at your neighbor and say, I got this. All right, I'm strong. Come on, somebody. I'm strong. I got this. So we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak. Somebody's like, what is a scruple? Sounds like some sort of Danish or something. No, scruple means infirmity. It means infirmity. We ought to deal with uh, some uh, strong people ought to bear with people that don't have strength. We, we as a community, we don't shut out people that aren't strong. We don't reject people that come in with some infirmities. Because your day might come soon where you're dealing with some infirmities. We don't push you away and say, touch not the unclean thing, you infirmity. Think about the type of people that Jesus drew to him. He drew weak people. When heaven shows up, all kind of folks come. When a tsunami happens, you see all kind of different creatures on the shore. When the winds and waves of God happen, you're going to find all kind of people. And our goal as a church is to find, we don't want just perfect people. Because if that were the case, none of us would be in here. Alright, so, so we, as, we who are strong are to bear with the scruples of the week. Here we go. And not to please ourselves. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not just about you. All right, I'm, there's verse number one. We're going to be here for two hours if I keep going like this. Chapter, uh, verse two. Let, let each of us please his neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, hello, neighbor. Who's your neighbor? The one sitting next to you. The one sitting next to you in proximity to you. It's not whether they're a certain color. That's not your neighbor. 
unless they happen to be that your neighbor. It's not that they're this type of, no, your neighbor is the one next to you. They're in proximity to you. Your neighbor is the homeless person on the street when you walk by them. Your neighbor is the, the, uh, the wealthy CEO that you pass by. The, your neighbor is the person at work that gets on your nerves. I know nobody has anybody at your work that gets... Your neighbor is whoever it is that you come in contact with. That is a, your neighbor are, is a person, people... You know, in your world, right? Let us eat. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. For even Christ did not please himself. Uh, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. Uh, verse 4, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. This is my first point in regards to bringing hope to others. Number one, we got to please one another. I believe that marriages are based on this. You got to please one another. You got to you got to uh, be the first to please and you will you will be pleased as a result. You got to sow that seed. Please let us not just please ourselves but please one another. When we are a community that is that is in the business of pleasing other people per se. I'm not talking about the negative of being a people pleaser where you compromise to please a person. I'm talking about serving and loving and being a, and that when some, when people walk into an environment, into a home, into your life, they have a conversation with you and you carry this heart of listening to them, of pleasing them, that there is some hope that happens as a result. That word please means this, to win someone's favor by meeting their expectations. I know it's quiet. It's quiet in here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To accommodate oneself. This is, this is good stuff. To accommodate oneself to the opinions, desires, and interests of others. I mean, I'm going to adjust for somebody else. My wife has adjusted so much to be married to me. She, she, she's adjusted a lot. She's done most of the changing. And I'm working, I'm just saying, she really just, I mean, she went in her prayer closet, sought the Lord before she married me, you know? And, and then she like, she's like, uh, uh, you know, she, she got a word, like, I'm willing to leave my country, my kindred, my family, to be married to you. And I'm like, yes, you are, hallelujah. Come on over, girl, I'll get you, I'll get you your green card, whatever you want, I'll make you legal, quick, let's do this. I'm going to call her, I'm going to get my attorney. Let's, let's bring you on over here, right? But, but there's something about this. Isn't it? This, is, this is Bible, right? To please one another. Um, just the other day, I kind of messed with my kids a little bit. My four-year-old, my two-year-old, we get up, and they're like, we're hungry. I was like, you're not eating today. Daddy's eating. I'm going to make myself some eggs, some fruit. I'm eating. And she's like, Daddy, I'm, I'm hungry. I, I know. It's too bad, but I'm going to go fix myself a plate. And I was just messing with them a little bit. And Gia was like, Dada, stop it. Dada, stop it. Sharing is caring. And now I'm like, preach it, girl. She said, Daddy, stop it. Sharing is caring. And I'm like, dang, where did she learn that? That even rhymes. I'm like, where did she get that? Kids be saying stuff like, wow, that's pretty good. Must have learned that in children's church. It's not something I told her specifically. Hallelujah. And we got a children's worker over here to my left saying, Yeah. But please, to, win, to winning someone's favor by meeting their expectations. Jesus is sharing. Look at your neighbor and say, sharing is caring. All right. 
you know uh, so so that, that there's something about a people I'm not saying you can't please everybody I'm not saying that your life goes to wreck and a mess because you're trying to please people I'm not saying that I'm just saying that the way we position ourselves as a people that when people feel and experience that there, there that there's a, a a person they're talking to a community they engage with and they go wow these people are about um, not just pleasing themselves but, you know, but we're here to please others. One more time, look at your neighbor and say, sharing is caring. Romans chapter 15, verse 7. Romans chapter 15, verse 7. says this, therefore, uh, receive one another. That's my second point. Receive one another. Right? Therefore, receive one another. Not reject one another. Not, not push away one another. Not, not keep your distance from one another. How about we receive one another? How about we absorb what they're going through? I believe in Christ you can absorb somebody's bitterness. Not that you, not that you take it on yourself, but you, but you have Christ inside of you. You have the a power and ability, a, a supernatural ability to walk in forgiveness and to not take on somebody else's offense. And that we can receive even difficult people <laughs> in a difficult moment. Having a little moment. Come on, somebody. Anybody had a anybody in here honest? Come on, we're a real church for some real people. Maybe in the last week you had yourself a little moment. Aren't you glad that whoever that was you had that moment with, they didn't just say, okay, done with you. Goodbye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. But receive, therefore receive one another. So powerful. Therefore receive one another. Um, uh, just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. You know the Bible says that we're accepted in the beloved. You know accepted people know how to accept people. It's rejected people that don't know how to receive people. That hurt people hurt people. But people that experience the love of God, you got some mercy. Sometimes I think to receive and accept people right where they are, just think about all that stuff you was doing just some time ago <laughs> do a little self-evaluation and you'll be like oh Jesus forgive me I, they're like doing half of the drama you started I know I know none of you in here just think about the things maybe you did I'm not saying to condemn yourself I'm saying to show maybe just a little humility maybe just empathize with them a little bit because you were out running you were wild now doing your thing and now and now oh you're in church and you got things going on and so now oh you're like better than everybody okay oh you read your Bible now so like you can't you know you you know I understand we got to be careful that we don't let that that religious thing get on us I mean I, we want we want we want you know, we, we were at our building. Um, oh, uh, this might scare some people. Don't be scared. But uh, we're at our building. Uh, maybe some people, other people will be like, oh, awesome. Praise the Lord. But we're a reaching church. Amen? We're all about reaching people. Uh, you, can attend, you can walk up in here smelling like weed, and we're not going to kick you out. Get up in here. Because my personal story is I was smoking weed for a year before I got things right, and I was going to church. I'm not saying it's right to be an addiction and stuff like that, but we're not going to kick you out because you're dealing with some stuff. Come on in. Come on in. We got a seat for you on the front row. And if you're high as a kite, you're going to be like sitting in the back. Sitting in the back. 
Anybody know? Come on, some, some of you need to think about where you came from. You know, all high and mighty or something like that. Come on now. Look at your name and say, come on now. It says receive one another. Everybody. 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 Come up here smelling like, I don't know what. Smelling like you got some cologne breath. Some of you don't know what, that, what I'm talking about. You know, just drinking something a little strong. You can come on in here, take a seat. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to love you. We're going to pray for you. And we, there is no, you know, at the door of this church is like the cross. We have no right to say you can. Now, if you come in and start a commotion and start messing stuff up, then we might have to help, you know, um, help you out a little bit. Come on, come on. Where's the security team? All right, we don't. We don't really have a security team, but our team has been involved in some things where they've had security help them out, so they kind of know how to do it. <laughs> All right, don't look around. You'll be like, who is that? Who's the, who's the, you know, any people in here been from somewhere? All right, we're at church. We want to celebrate what you came out of. We want to celebrate what God's doing. We're not trying to push you out, trying to make you this religious robot. Come on up in here and let's see what God does. Come on, somebody. Therefore, receive one another. Look at this. Just as Christ also received us. Look at He received you before you had uh, some things going for you. He received you when, when yeah, you know. You know He received you. Put some people around you to love you. Doped out. Whatever it was. Tangled up in some drama. And God still like, oh, you're mine. Come with me. This, the, the woman with the issue of blood. People are like, oh, don't touch me. Oh, don't touch me. Oh, don't touch me. Oh, she's touching me. Ooh. And she came up and grabbed Jesus, a priest. Like she was just causing problems. Jesus said, who in her issue 12 years and still she had access to Jesus touching him messing up people's cultural whatever all right blind Bartimaeus Jesus like bring him to me bring the blind man that's getting loud that's on the side of the road begging bring him to me bring him to me woman caught in the act of adultery he's like all right let's start throwing stones then how about how about let, let's see whoever is without sin you go ahead and throw it first and they all like dropped and walked away Jesus like look at that well look at that received her say all right girl I got your back I forgive you I love you just keep your pants on that's what he said. It's my abridged version. He said, okay, I'll say it the way he said it in King James. Go and sin no more. Look at your neighbor and say, go and sin no more. So this is, receiving isn't compromise. Woman, I, I, this ain't even in my notes, but the woman at the well, she was getting around, she got around in the middle of it. Had all kind of man friends. That's what they call them in Canada, man friends. She had, she had man friends, and then she, the one she was with wasn't even legal. 
and Jesus was chilling with her at the well. Hey, girl, how you doing? And his boys left. Here's a priest. He's not supposed to be doing this. Alone. Out in the public, you know what I'm saying? But hanging out, number with ethnic boundary, smash. Gender boundary, smash. Religious boundary, smash. How you doing, girl? Look at, I got something for you. You will never thirst again. The, his reception, him receiving her wasn't compromised. It was, it was his method of transformation. Because he saw a city inside of her adulterous hoochie mama world changer this girl got so much in her i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna forego my schedule and i'm gonna sit down with this woman in her mess right now somebody say jesus sat down sent her to the city and the bible says the city found out who jesus was because of a girl that got around Hoochie Mama, that encountered Jesus in her mess. Somebody say, hope. Therefore receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. This is what the word receive means. I'm going to teach you something. It says to take yourself. To welcome. To, oh, sorry. To take to yourself. To take, get over here. In your mess. Hang out with me. In your mess, let's go to church. In your mess, let's kick it. Take to yourself, to welcome, to lay hold of with initiative, to aggressively receive. Get on up out of that stuff, get over here. Now push them away. Say, get up, get up, come over here, hang out with me. With strong personal interest. You know, you know what? I, I believe that being rejected or ignored is more painful than being yelled at. I don't know, maybe that's my personality. You can yell at me and... Uh, I think I'll, I'll kind of get through it. But it, you know, being ignored and rejected, man, that's painful. And, and the basis of the gospel is reception. That we are accepted in the capital B, beloved. That, that, that Jesus said, you know, I, you come to me, I will by no means cast you out. You receive me, I'm going to receive you. You draw nigh to me, I'm going to draw nigh to you. But we got to be Jesus to the world. We're the body, so we got to act like him. And be like, oh yeah, come on over here. All jacked up, messed up. Every three words, dropping F-bombs. Just in between their F-bombs, just say, hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, man, I love you, man. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, God's so good, man. Let me pray for you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, in, in this church, we're, we're okay with you have your circle of friends. We just say, keep that circle open. Keep, keep, get, get, make sure you got one chair empty. You can sit with us. You can sit with us. You don't need to, you need to be white to hang out with me. I actually prefer a little, this mixed up a little bit. Come on, somebody. I don't, I don't want just white people at my house. Me and my brother are the only two white people in my house. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Your diet, your diet should represent that. Come on, some... some you need, to, you need to get your street talk. Come on. White people, that's your assignment after church. Find a Mexican and go eat with them. You, your life will be changed forever. Come on, somebody. Look at somebody say, mix it up. 
Jesus, Jesus messed it up at the woman at the well. Just read that. Do history on it. He was messing, folks. I want people to come in and shit like, what, 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 what is this? This is none other than the house of God. This is what, this is what you call the, the gate of heaven. We, this is what heaven's going to look like. You're going to have ex-thugs, dope dealers, drug addicts, hoochie mamas, all kind of exes. Ex-people thought they had it all together, and they didn't. Come on, somebody. Receive one another. Being ignored and rejected sometimes is the most painful thing. Um, I was skateboarding with my cousins. They were up here from Northern California yesterday. I went to the skate park. And my, my little cousin, my, my cousin's son, he's like 15. And I was out there skating and stuff. And I thought I was doing pretty good. And then he's like, hey, Sean. He's like, hey, um, Uncle Sean, you know, you got any like special tricks? And I'm like, you've been watching me for the last half hour. He's like, you got any special tricks? I'm like, what? What are you trying to say here, man? And I was like, I was out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just warming up. Just warming up. It's just, you know, it's been a while. Just out there, you know, just cruising. Taking it easy. <laughs> it's funny now, but in the moment I was like, boy, I'm going to slap you upside <laughs> I, That's all the special I got. No, we had a good time hanging out and stuff like that. But, 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 and all, honestly, we got to be careful what we say to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I walked, I, I worked that out. I, I, I broke through that. I, I forgave them. I didn't allow that to get in me and think, oh, what, you don't think I still got it? Forget you. We are not hanging out again. And if you go to church, little man, I'm not going to yours. But, but I understand, we got to be careful how we talk to people, how we get, we got to make sure we love them people, and, and we're, not, we're not putting these religious things on people. And yes, when there's a relational context for something, and you speak the truth in love, and there is discipleship, and there is a standard to lead here, and there is a standard to serve here, and yes, are we expecting, a, a, according to biblical pattern and principle, that people are growing and developing and yes do we challenge one another and and speak truth to one another yes but it's always in the context of grace it's always in the context of growing it's always in the context of hope come on somebody here we go here's my next I only got four points Philippians chapter 1 um, they'll be up on the screens you can turn there quickly once again uh, please one another second point receive one another third point is look out for one another all right look at your neighbor say thanks for looking out all right, uh, Philippians chapter 1, we need to look out for one another. We need to be people that look out for people. You know, I, many times our team volunteers are like, oh man, you know, uh, you know uh, I miss so-and-so. Or you can just tell there's a care there. Oh man, I saw so-and-so at church. You know, I saw, I didn't see him, and I just love them. And we, we even tell our team, our leaders, like, look, I, I don't care if somebody has come here, and they were serving, and they, they and there's something, they're going on in their life, and what, you know, they would have drift away, and we see them in three months, all they're going to get is love. That's how we do it. You know, what's up, man? Now, where have you been? You, I, 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 I have this sense of sin on you. You might want to deal with that in the parking lot before you enter the sanctuary. Now we'd be like, oh, miss, it's good to see you. Wow, look, man, what's up? Ain't no underlying thing, you know. You know and, then, and then we go over on the corner and start talking about something. No, not here. 
please one another, receive one another, look out for one another. Come on, somebody. Philippians chapter 1, verse 2. You guys all right? You guys hot? It's hot, huh? It's hot. And we're going to get an AC unit soon enough in a new building. Just don't get all comfortable and fall asleep on me. Please, I ask the peace of the Lord. Right? Philippians chapter 1. See, y'all are awake, huh? You're like, get me out of here. Good word. Worship was awesome. That's hot. Yeah. Uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 2. Therefore, therefore, if, everybody say if, if, if there is any consolation in Christ, if you got any love going on, any consolation in your own heart, if any comfort of love, you got any comfort inside of you, any love inside of you, if any fellowship of the Spirit, you've been hanging out with the Holy Spirit, you got a word from God, you, any affection and mercy, you got anything going on. Look at your neighbor and say, I got it going on. You got the word inside of you. You have the presence of God on, inside of you. You got it going on. You're feeling good. You're walking with God. You're serving in the house. You're living in your destiny. If, verse 2, fulfill my joy. Spiritual leadership talking, fulfill my joy by being like-minded. Having the same love. Being of one accord, of one mind. Verse 3, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind. Look at your neighbor and say, be humble. Everybody's already sitting down. Look at your neighbor and say, be humble. <laughs> Some, look at your neighbor and say, be humble. Look at your neighbor and say, sit down. Say, be humble. Come on, somebody. You know he got that from the Bible. Come on, somebody. That, now, don't nobody could preach that without reading that word. Save them, touch them, use them in the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, be humble. Say it again, be humble. Look back at him and say, you better come humble. But in lowliness of mind. But in lowliness of mind. It's amazing in Christ. You can be so confident and, and lowly at the same time. You hear what I'm saying? So confident in Christ. Confident in what he's called you to do. Confident in who you are. Confident in his love for you. And yet be able to walk around people and carry humility. That's Jesus, man. Jesus was, when the devil attacked him, he was not playing around. But when people got around him, it was all love. It's the religious people he was checking. You know, it, it, you can live that life. You can be confident in who you are. Called to be a king and a priest. Anointed by God. Called of God. Loved by God. Walking out your purpose. Declaring the things of God in your life. Living in the full confidence and being seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And yet when you come around people, be like, okay, be humble. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others. Better than himself. Talking about hope. Community of hope. Let each of you look out. Somebody say look out. Look at your neighbor and say good looks. Let each of you look out. Not only for his own interests. Not to say you can't. But just not only. You know what I'm saying? Look out for yourself. Make sure you get yourself a plate. But how about we get somebody else a plate while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? Get somebody else a plate while you're at it. Get somebody. We were just sitting outside here. I was hanging out with my brother right here outside of Stumptown. And um, um, just kind of looking at my notes and stuff. And Jacob, Jacob, our, our drummer, uh, was walking in. He's like, hey, you guys want a coffee? And I was like, sure. Because I didn't really have time to jump in there. And so this brother was walking in there getting himself a coffee. Come on, somebody. It's okay. Nothing wrong with getting yourself something. But then he just said, hey, man, can I get, you, you know, you, guys, you want a coffee? And he tried, he wanted to give Zari a coffee too, but Zari had a coffee, and Zari, you can't be giving too much coffee to Zari. 
Right. But, but that's awesome, though. You know what I'm saying? Looking at even those little things, man. That's the community. That's who we are. That's how we, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Come on, somebody. This is how we do it. Let each one of you look out. Look out for, look out, not only for his own interest, but also the interest of others. Here we go. Lowliness of mind. I'm going to give you a definition, and then we got one more point. Hallelujah. Therefore, Philippians, um, no, I already read that one, didn't I? Therefore, yes, I already read that one. Definition. Lowliness of mind is this. This is so good. This is so good. You got If you're taking notes, write this down. Lowliness of mind. This isn't self-condemnation. It's not, it's not self-deprecation. This is just approaching people, how Jesus approached some crazy people. And we got to approach people the same way. Moderation regulated by my inner man. It's an inner thing. It's an inner strength. Uh, it's just self-governing. Some of us, you know, we, our mouth gets us in trouble. We're quick to listen. Slow to speak. Slow to anger. Slow to wrath. Quick to listen. Slow to speak. It's a self-governing. Here's the last point here. This is really good. This definition of lowliness of mind. It means this. Humility produced by comparing myself to the Lord, not others. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll be humble real quick. Just look at Jesus and be like, whoa, slow your roll now, huh? Slow down. Uh, because we get into trouble. I believe there's such a deception that the enemy will bring is cause us to compare ourselves to each other. Looking at people's shoes like, why they got those shoes? I wish I had those shoes. Man, why'd they get that new car? I mean, they don't deserve it. But why this? Why they married before me? All my friends are married. I ain't married. I've been to everybody's wedding. I've been a bridesmaid, best man 15 times over. Still haven't found my, my soulmate. Jesus, what's going on? But, but it is, lowly mind is humility produced by comparing myself to the Lord. Compare yourself to the Lord. Next time you want to step over in there and cross that boundary, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. just look at Jesus for a minute. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself. How about you look at Jesus? Let's all, let's all look. Let's just all look at Jesus. We all come into church like, oh man, I'm just thankful to be here. <laughs> I'm just thankful that God's been good to me. I'm thankful, man. There's time. I mean, my, even my walk with God, man, I could have been in some trouble, but He kept me. My goodness. I could have done some dumb stuff, but he kept me. My goodness, he, we were praying on Facebook this morning. He's a keeper. Just look back at those times. I'm thankful for the times he forgave me, but I'm thankful for the times he kept me from the thing I would have needed to be forgiven of. My goodness. Anybody ever, you, were, you, were, you could have went there and you didn't. <laughs> That's a victory. God is good. I could have done it. But I put the gun back in the cabinet. <laughs> Some of you, that's like a real gun. Others, it's more symbolic. It's a representation of anger. Other people, no, for real, I had to put the gun away. Come on, somebody. You guys all right? Almost done. I made myself... A servant of all. This is my last point. Serve one another. We're talking about hope. Now hope isn't just the message. Hope is coming from a people that have received the message. Ho hope is 
part of who I am in Christ. That hope is reflected in my children's lives. Hope is reflected in my relationship with my wife. Hope is reflected in what I do throughout the week when I'm working. Hope is reflected in this community by way of people's experience with God's presence and His love through His people. Lowliness of mind. Humility produced by comparing myself to the Lord, not others. Here's my, here's my final scripture here, and we'll close. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Serve one another. As you're turning there, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 9, verse 19. Verse 19. What was my first point, church? Come on, talk to me. Please one another. Second point, receive one another. Third point, look out for one another. And my fourth point is, serve one another. Man, if we get this down, move into our new facility, when we go to that neighborhood, we're going to serve and to love people. We want the community to know it. Oh, actually, I, I skipped over my story here. As you're there, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19. We were there yesterday cleaning. And the police um, rolled up there. And, like, some of our team kind of ran. I'm like, dude, you still got... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just... We're like, Kenny, stay inside. Stay inside, Kenny. Stay inside. We got you. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's a joke. Well, it wouldn't have been a joke a while ago, but it is now. Somebody say, we've come a long way. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, I've come some ways. Come on. Say it with conviction. But the cop rolled up and he was like, hey guys, oh, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, oh, we're at church. The team was out there. And then we went out there and they were super um, welcoming and everything. But they were like saying, hey, right down there, you know, that's an apartment where um, the local gang like lives and hangs out. And we're like, that's why we're here. We're going to invite them. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go love them. That is why, that's why we're here. Now, if you don't show up to church... I know you're scared. Nothing happened. Nothing popped off. It's just the cops came and just wanted to. And they, they, they patrol the area. Very friendly community. They're like, hey, we're going to be around here. Just so you know, we're here all day. And it was like really cool. And then he gave me, because our church has, um, our location, we have like a certain, I forget the terminology for this, but there's a certain cop that is over that area. And he gave me his card and all that. And he says, hey, contact me for your grand opening. We'll make sure we're here. Uh, we'll pull up our car just to attract attention. And so we're going to, that's the thing, that's who we are. We want the cop, but we want the robbers too. You know what I'm saying? I know. And, you know, and we're going to just love them. We're going to serve them. We, we, we as a community are scared one bit. I'm actually a little encouraged that we're actually in proximity to people we can reach. And that's why we're here. And we're going to love them. I think he thought maybe we were going to be like, oh, no. Maybe we should change locations. This what, that's why we're here. And he said, he said, us too. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> but, but, but that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We, we, we don't want to be so far in that we, we lose sight of what's outside the gate. We, we want our church, if you were to look at the kingdom, like a city with walls, we want our front door on the exterior gate. How y'all doing? We don't want to be so far in there that we get lost in religion. We want to be right out there where, yeah, you know, there could be an element of danger, but what? This ain't supposed to be safe all the time anyway. That, this is the gospel, man. We ain't here to just have a good time. 
uh, we're here to reach and love people and, and see something happen. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19. Look at your neighbor and say, there is hope. Here we go. For though I am free from all men, in Christ I'm free. I'm not a slave of anyone. I don't care, you know, you know what history says, your, your ethnicity, your color. There's, there could be history there where your ancestors were actual slaves. And that's, a, that's, a, that, 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 that's, that's heartbreaking. That was, that's a reality of maybe our bloodline, depending on who we are. But I'm going to tell you, in Christ, you're free from all men. You're free from all men. You're, you're a, you're, we're servants of Christ. We're servants of righteousness. I'm shackled to righteousness. He says, I'm free from all men, but here we go. I have made myself a servant to all. It's a decision. It's not, nobody makes me a servant. I make myself a servant. We're going to go into Boyle Heights, and we're going to do a, a couple Invade LA's there. We're going to clean. We're going to walk around with our gloves. Somebody say amen. Trash bags. And we're going to clean. We're just going to be there. We're just going to serve. Uh, even, even our marketing material, just it's going to say we love Boyle Heights. And we're going to show you that we love Boyle Heights. We ain't coming in here with a religious agenda. We're coming to serve and love people. So for though I am free from all men, I've made myself a servant to all. Here we go, that I might win the more. You'll be surprised, church. Serving is currency. Something that serving does on a spiritual level. That when we go into a community to serve, they're going to win and the kingdom's going to win. Serving is currency in the kingdom of God. It's how we make, that's how we make exchanges. We serve first. <laughs> we're going to go into Boyle Heights. We're going to serve first. Before our grand opening on September 10th, we're going to go and clean up. We're going to go knock on doors and tell people we love them. We're here. We're here. We want to partner. I'm going to intentionally go to other churches in the area and say hello. We are in competition with no churches, zero churches. We're thankful those people are in that church and we pray they grow and blow up and do what they're called to do and we're gonna we're gonna reach outside the gate and bring people into the kingdom we want to make religious people nervous <laughs> little too or let me say it this way we want to make the religion inside of us nervous how about that does that make sense we want to rock our religious boat a little bit. Bring some people in here that need Jesus. <laughs> Let's see what God does. For though I am free from all men, I've made myself a servant to all that I might win. Win. When I serve, everybody wins. Serving is a win-win. says, you know, uh, you know to, to the Jew, I became a Jew. That I might win, Jews. Come on, somebody. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, I think we have a grace on us to 
serve and love people that are without law. <laughs> As without law, not being without law toward God. I'm not compromising. But that I might win those who are without law. We're going to win some people. We're going to win them by serving them. To the weak, I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. <laughs> I, I, we're going we're, we're to be all things to all men, so we can save some. Because the goal, I, we want to see people saved, and we can't save people just by preaching a message. We have to live this thing as a community, because it's serving that wins people. Yes, the gospel saves. I'm not taking away from the message, but I'm talking about us in our lives, our relation, the relational context. Now this I do. Why do I do it? For the gospel's sake. Then I might be partaker of it with you. The big picture. Man, you serve one person. The little one, you just serve them. Let's see what God does. Let God do it. Let's just serve and see what God does. Let God responds to serving. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.